Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. Welcome back to the Spicy PL Pod. This is Alex Bell, aka Big Bell, and we're here with Big Joe Cap, Joe Capolino. What up? The Spicy PL Pod, episode forty-seven, sponsored by Quest Nutrition and Athletics. Yeah, this is the Daytona rundown, but I want to give a shout out to Quest, who uh, had a booth in Daytona selling uh, Quest products. Answer products. Nitrous was a big hit. A lot of people sampling nitrous and feeling the power, feeling the palpitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people using it for the meat. So it was good to see. Um, sick bucket hats, too. But special shout out to Sherman, who hooked it up. Mm-hmm. Through our sponsorship, we're going to get some new equipment for the pods. So that's good news. Yeah, new. Uh, we're going to get a new mixer. So right now we're using... Uh, some donated equipment from Audio Spectrum. It's quite bulky. I think the quality is great, but it's a uh, it's a little bit um, bulky. So we we're liked, gonna step it up. We like the mixer that Scott Dobbins had, so we can get we're gonna get that. So we can continue with the little uh, soundboard and get some sounds yeah. going. And also, what up, Raymond Coons, who was working for Quest. He was a good man. Hooked us up with some bucket hats, all the nitrous we can ask for. Old mm-hmm. friend of mine, I didn't know was back working at Quest. He's a good dude. So what up, Ray? All right, let's get right into it because there's a lot of shit to cover. It's a lot. Um, we want to do a quick recap. I think we'll probably have time to do the raw shit this time, and I uh, I think we might not make it to the to the equip shit. Yeah, we're gonna do it in that order since that's how we did our predictions. We'll try to breeze through it so we don't bore you. But yeah, I think raw shit. I think first we should just start out maybe some of the bench shit because there's some crazy happenings, some spicy, some freakish events. Yeah. The bench overall just going in. I mean, a lot of shit, the, the bench was the epicenter of drama. I mean, first off, shout out to Jen Thompson who competed bench only. And we didn't know this going in, but she signed up bench only raw and bench only equipped and then you know week of the meet and usapl announces there's twenty thousand dollars in cash prizes mm-hmm. best lifter of each open division so raw bench quit bench men and women so that's four and then raw total equipped total men and women another four so eight prizes of twenty five hundred dollars goes the best lifter of each division so jen thompson i don't know if it was foresight or what she entered the raw bench and he quit bench and just didn't bench in a shirt. And everybody knows Jen Thompson's unbeatable on formula, mm-hmm. bench shirt or not. She won five grand, <clears throat> taking yeah. a couple couple easy peasy benches. Yeah, I mean, she went in there. She benched like 320, 315, whatever. Yeah, the same shit she always benches, but it's always a world record. Take the it's check. Like, yeah, take the check. That's sick. Then on the other side of the coin, we had J. Mike. Mm-hmm. Our boy J. Mike. Best overall Male lifter, raw, for bench. for bench. He changed the plan. He changed the game plan. Didn't open at six. Opened at 584. Wanted to lock in that money. It's like the first time he hasn't benched six in like a year. Yeah, because usually he'll skip right from five to six. But no, he, he, he is 584 and then 606 and then 633. 22. 
Yeah, I talked to J. Mike a little bit. I actually got some barbecue with him. Shout out. Oh, no, you might be right. He 622, 622, and he was rounded up to 623. That's why I was confused. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. So a um, little inside info on J. Mike. He said uh, he went on a trip. So first he got his COVID vaccine, and that fucked him up for a little bit. And then he went on a trip that he's been planning to Orlando or Disneyland or something. And he said all that carrying of the luggage fucked his forearm up. And so then much carrying the luggage. It was kind of a shitload of luggage. And then he didn't bench for like a week. And so we had hypothesized this, that his body was in such a state of shock that he was benching 600 every day that the second he lets off of it, it might fuck him up. It didn't really fuck him up. No. And I already saw today he benched, he benched 600 today. So yeah. He's back at it. It but was about 300 kilos. I will so. say this, man, for all the talk of uh, – ER bench this and whatever. J. Mike just didn't really like the carpet, but I, he didn't think it was a huge deal. And he did leave some keys in the tank. I was like, yeah, you're probably good for 638 on that that meat setup. Like meat paws, you know, different, you know, he usually benched on road pass. I, I don't really, overall, I think for probably the strongest raw natural bencher alive, like didn't really make big of a difference. That comes mm -hmm. into play with some of our conversations later. But J. Mike also said he's going to send us some hoodies. Did he tell you this? Oh, yeah. Because uh, he said he's getting a lot, of, a lot of business from the Boston area. So whoever you are out there, listen to our pod, and you're feeling J. Mike's swag. Yeah. We appreciate that, man, because it's all in the network. Well, what, what he said is he's got, like, like, some crazy hoodie material, like the – the hoodie itself, he's got two levels. Mm -hmm. So he's got like one that's like a good hoodie that will stand up against any other, you know, nice hoodie out there. And then he's got this new one that's like it costs him like a lot of money just for the just for the hoodie, like before he puts anything on it. And it's like super heavy, super thick. It sounds insane. And the thing about him is he's like, I'm old school. Like I think it's cool that everything's custom. Like I make it custom for you. Like if you want to request, put you know, a certain color, whatever certain size I can get. Um, but he's like, all these kids now, they want to wear like what the what that kid's wearing. They like want to wear the exact same thing that like Russ is wearing. Yeah. But like his stuff, it's awesome. It's unique. He's got like some jersey he came out with. So yeah, he's got some jerseys out. He's not like a sponsor or anything, but like I just think it's he gets the most free advertising. Yeah, no, like we'll ever give for man. real. Like um well insert too. Yeah, we, we give, give everybody shit. free advertising. Yeah, we're fucking idiots. <laughs> but like he throws in so he throws in like you order like eighty dollars worth of stuff, then he'll throw in like fifty dollar clips and then like ten dollars worth of tea and like a yeah. like a baseball card or something. Like he throws in extra stuff. So I mean, definitely check them out. You know? Yeah, either way, man, those people out there who are hitting up J. Mike, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yo, your boy, Austin Brown, while we're talking about bench, we should yeah. talk about. We definitely want to talk about this because we've talked about the bolt, the inser bolt for quite a while. This is going to close the book, I think. And, uh, you know, Joe, we had Vang in here. He was wearing it and like he did. He looked really good. We got Scott Dobbins. I he trained in his garage. I he, think he hit a PR, a meet PR. Yeah, he did. Um, in his bolt. Yeah. You you played around with it and you got a little scared. You started having a little PTSD. Chairman said I got the PTSD. You know, once once you have something snap on you, like that, you, you know, you hear a little crackling, you start you know puckering your butt up. But we haven't seen anything blow <laughs> until it counts. 
So this is the actual shirt. That's what it happened. <laughs> I have ordered a 46 bolt and it was way too small for me. And I, I you never you know, worked out. Couldn't get it on. I never even put it on. And we put it up, you know, we, we shut it on the pot. Who, who wants one? And Austin Brown, um, he, he bought it from me. And he blew that shit wide open. On he blew it wide attempt. open on his open. I've been there, bro. It, it blows out typically because in training, like sometimes you get really close to touching and you'll bail and press. In, in a meet where you're never going to do that and you're going to force it to your chest, it's going to fucking blow. So I've only, I've never blown out a bolt in training. Always blown them out in meets. And I'm sure they had happened at Dale McLaren at Master Worlds and it happened to um, Austin now. But the baddest shit is he didn't go and put on like a trusty ass Ray Jackson Katana. He put on an Oni vent shirt. The Japanese shit. The Japanese shit that runs in size. They, they sell, you know, like everybody who listens knows that venture sizing is in like it's like getting a maybe the females don't know this but they order their shirts like this but it's chest size like if you're getting like a suit jacket mm-hmm. you know True to like a, a, a fitted suit or something like that so they're in two inch increments <clears throat> and usually you find one that fits right, pretty well <laughs> but anyway the only shirts and it doesn't work anymore I'm definitely going to need a refund, at least partially. I think you need all your money back. <laughs> Every penny. What's the, what's the, what's the warranty yeah, he's asking down for a refund. Right. So this, this dumb motherfucker puts on a pony shirt, which the sizes run like t-shirt sizes. So it comes in like small, medium, large, extra large, double, extra large. And like Luis actually had worn one at TX, TXP in Tokyo after we left Tokyo. So we didn't get to see this, but he pretty much told us how it went down and he put on like a double XL, which is like for him back then, he was probably an XL t-shirt size. Um, and it just was loose and like, didn't really do much. So Austin threw one of those on. And he, he still, I think he still won his class. Yeah. I think he. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that he stayed in the meet. I've been there throwing shirts on that you ain't never worn. I didn't stay in the meet. So good for him. Yeah, shout out. You ain't getting your money back, though. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All sales final. I don't think he won best lifter. I think Easton Easton Schuster might have won best lifter for man, but twenty five hundred bucks. Congrats to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Before we get into the recap, maybe we should just get into like the spicy shit, you know? I, I mean, we're know. talking about bench press. Yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about, bench, about press. bench press. This is the hot, you know, the hot shit right now. So it, it's actually weird because I know that this went on because we're super close with all these Texas guys, and it's a Texas centric issue. So like Scott's talking about it, LS yeah. is talking about, Dowry's talking about it, but two Texas lifters in the raw men's session the heavyweight ramen session so a 93 kilo lifter and a, and a 105 lifter i believe who will name we don't care but um you know all the hullabaloo going on before the meet alex about mm-hmm. the er bench yeah yeah i know and what do we say we there's an er bench behind us <clears throat> it, it's not it's not the best but it's not it's not gonna be different like the rogue is definitely the best for benching the new Alico is pretty rubbery, pretty sticky, but it's really hard. So uh, the ER is fine. It's a standard fucking bench. Yeah. You know? And I love how some of these guys will talk shit about like, like equip lifting, like at least equip lifting is a level playing field. But if you're going to actually cheat, <laughs> do something that's outlawed in the rule book, um, you're a fucking asshole. And uh, yeah. so basically to get specific, I mean, Chance Mitchell and David Wilson were caught spraying stickum on their backs 
during the bench press like like the fucking er is some some horrible piece of equipment like i don't know like jay mike laid on that shit and bench 622 like i benched 749 on it i didn't feel a damn thing i did have them wipe the chalk off of it i don't like chalky benches mm-hmm. no matter what it is i'm a like sweaty guy so i just rely on my moisture there's there some bench. american record benches yeah i mean jake amandola benched yeah, he, he missed 265.5, but I mean, that's what about, normal. What about Keiko? Did he hit an American record punch? I think he hit something like 524, yeah. which is a chip. Um, and then what about uh, in the 105s? They might have been, or the 90, 93s, maybe there might have been an American record. Yeah, I don't really, yeah. I mean, it seemed like people were fine. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, like, it's, a, it's a, a pretty good PR. It's not, like, super worn out. You know, a super worn out slippery one is one thing, but... Like a relatively new, good condition ER. Either way, I mean, you lay on the bench, it's an even playing field for you and your competitor. Exactly. I mean, these are small body men. I'm not going to, like, mince worlds. 93 kilo lifter, you're small bodied man. I mean, that bench is plenty wide enough, plenty high enough. Um, Ahmed Hassani laid on that fucking thing. He's 420 pounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it just doesn't make any sense for these guys to spray stick them on themselves and i'm glad that we're doing it makes this sense it doesn't make sense no it doesn't make sense but it makes sense if you have like a big arch and you want to stick if i had stick them it like put it on my hands when i deadlift this is the number one thing i'm gonna do with it not fucking bad like you know i mean it's definitely an advantage it definitely does something i think, and I, think I mean they both got their up. asses whooped yeah, well, it didn't do enough. It like, didn't do enough. It definitely, there's a reason they did it. I think it does something, like, especially those, I think both those guys have, you know, they arch pretty hard. Well, so, they arch pretty hard, but they're both, both their worst lifts in their bench. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, what are you doing? Desperation. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate that this happened. I hate it because, like, I talked to Chance before, and I'm, like, typical, I'm a dick in person. He was like, hey, Cap, what's up? You know, watch my session. I'm going to come in, like, seventh, like, joking around stepped up deprecating humor which is the type i like i was like nah man i'm just like getting something to eat i'm gonna leave <laughs> but i ended up did watch his squats i was glad to see his squats i like the kid every time i see him in person but to hear that this happened you know kind of sucks so i have to shit on it you know and and what happened was that the technical the technical um controller saw this happening literally these guys spraying the shit on their backs went to the jury and all we know is the jury checked them, you know, pretty much acknowledged it was there, but didn't do anything about it. So that kind of sucks. They could have got DQ'd and this, this shit could stop all the talk about bench pads and whatever, fucking stick them. But so yeah. we'll probably do it in the future. Yeah, I think it was a little too late by the time they like checked them or something, right? Yeah, it like because a, it was the, like over. The jury people didn't see anything, obviously, but the technical controller could see. And it was Tony Lee, and, you know, maybe people don't take Tony. 100% serious. He asked twice and he was pretty mad when nothing happened because he's like, yo, I'm putting, you know, it's kind of, it's fun, kind of funny because they're doing that in baseball right now. They're checking guys stick for em. stick them and it. they're like pulling their pants down and getting pissed and throwing their hats. <laughs> you saw Scherzer. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, Sergio Rainbow yesterday pulled his pants down. It was yeah. Joe Girardi like got ejected from the game. That's why everybody wants to fucking stick something somewhere. I He's mean, sticking. it makes sense. It does something, but I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, so that's kind of lame. We want to put that out there, you know. Um, I don't know why we're putting out. I just want to put that out there because it's something that I see like LS and and certain people talking about it, but like 
cloak and dagger they ain't saying names i'm like well <laughs> yeah well our podcast is definitely gonna say the names yeah i don't know i haven't seen it like too much too much out there maybe it'll be on other podcasts or whatever but it might be all right now they're too pussy to put out the bad shit but that's that's something that happened at raw kind of yeah i mean i like i like chance uh i don't know i don't david, know david, I know david wilson that much but chance I know he's controversial, but in all my interactions with him, he's been, you know, nice to me. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. So, I say the same. You know. Hopefully it's just something he, you know, he did and he won't kind of think about breaking the rules again. I mean, if yeah. you're a raw lifter, you're supposed to like just your ideals are supposed to be like you're lifting without yeah. assistance. There's a difference between uh, like bending the rules or trying to get away with stuff like in equipment, like it, like if you get if you get past like your ass, you know, fluff your ass down or something, so your singlet touches, or you fucking grow your hair long, so if your head comes off, they don't see it. Like there's like little yeah, things like that. There's things with gear that like maybe you might get away with, um, like small things, but like stick them on your back is a pretty like egregious, blatant um, violation. Yeah, you know, it's it's not something that's there might be some gray areas in some on some of the rules, but that one is like pretty pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up, man. Um, we don't have anything else funny to say about it, I guess. Yeah, you know. I mean, so from benching, uh, I don't know, like if there's much else. I mean, fucking blown out bolt, first one we've seen in meat of the new bolt. So it's the same shit. So <laughs> FYI to everybody who bought the bolt because they heard it, about it on this pod. It's the same shit. I know Scott <laughs> is benching in his a lot, and it's it's fine. It well, it is fine, but it looks like it's there's some wear, and the collar on his first one was kind of sewn into the. It was kind of sewn into the seam, and there mm-hmm. was no gap. But then his new one, there's a gap, so they're like a little bit inconsistent on those, and that's the one he sent to South Africa, and he never got it back. He hasn't gotten it back yet. So, I mean, yeah, it's the same shit, you know, <laughs> wear it at your own risk. You might get some pop, but you might also get it to fucking pop. You won't. You might also drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about Daytona overall? I mean, overall, it's a great place for a powerlifting meet. <laughs> it's just like it's a little grimy. It's like redneck Jersey a giant Shore. trailer park without trailers. I mean, there were trailers out, out, you know, it was just the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, like, just bums. I, I saw a bum getting arrested. Yeah, bums like, on everywhere. The boardwalk, screaming at people, and then like some of the some of the people walking around, their bodies look like you know, fifteen twenty years younger than their face. Yeah, I think there's a good amount of sun damage and and crack cocaine damage. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of ra- ragged people. I've seen yeah. seen a lot of shit. A lot of those people. Yeah, it was an interesting place. You know, but Dan Bell. Dan Bell lives there. He's fucking sick. He lives there. We hung out with Dan Bell. And uh, his wife is lovely, and and the people they're hanging out with were cool. Yeah, except John Hack. (laughs) Well, he's not from there. (laughs) No, I know, but he was hanging out with Dan Bell. No, I'm just kidding. Well, everyone was hanging out with fucking Dan Bell. (laughs) I know. Dan Bell was awesome, man. He came by the meet multiple times. And then on Saturday, he uh, we were at dinner with Derek Dower. And I got a text from Dan Bell, like, you're a fucking idiot. You eat at Roadhouse way too much. 
when you're done eating, meet me here. <laughs> and the great part about it is the name of the bar. I don't know. Up north, the name of this bar, Mm-mm. you know, you would go, but you would go expecting a certain thing. It was, it called, was, it was Grind. called Grind Gastro Pub. And so. And Kona something. Kona Tiki Bar. And I was tiki like, bar. this is, Dan Bell's going to be in, it's like Vito in Sopranos. Like you mm-hmm. don't expect it, but they walk into the gay bar and Vito's in leather like chaps. And like a conductor hat, I'm like, what? We, we thought Dan Bell and, Dan and John Hack. Dan Bell's going to be an assless chaps when we get to grind. And so I'm texting everybody, yo, come to this gay bar with us just to see who would show up. And everybody showed. So we had a big group of people hanging out Saturday night after all the lifting was done. Me and you smoked a cigar with Dan Bell, which is just like. Pretty epic. Yeah, it's just epic, dude. Um, he, You know, I feel like an idiot. He had a huge lip in. And I just wanted to smoke my cigar. So I was smoking a fat cigar. It was going to take me about a half hour. And I was like, then Alex came over and was like, yeah, let me get a cigar. And I was like, Dan, like you have a huge lip in. Do you want a cigar? He's like, oh, dude, I took my lip out. Like I definitely want a cigar. I'm like, yo, I feel so bad. I didn't offer him a cigar. But I could, we were having a conversation. I just knew he had a, a you know, pack and a huge lip. So I, you know, I didn't I straight up out. offer. Yeah. But so the three of us, you know share a cigar i'll remember that because he's just on top of being the strongest dude around he's such a cool guy he gave me a great restaurant recommendation to go to on sunday like yeah we met his wife um i just love how open and honest he is about the drug use yeah it's fucking awesome (laughs) he's like he's like you know one thing i don't even i shouldn't even try to do an impersonation but like he was talking about basically how he has a complete notebook about all the compounds that he's used like over his entire career. Like, and I think he, he takes it pretty seriously in some aspects and in other aspects he doesn't like, um, but he's like, yeah, it's like the thing I want to like make sure that, you know, they learn something from me. Like the yeah. gen- next generation can get something. His black from, book. <laughs> from like me and like, they can see like if something happens, like they can see the record. Don't take that much shit. I've done. Cause I'm a, I'm like a, I'm like a, you know, logging it for everybody in the future. And we're like, so basically you're a walking science experiment. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so good, dude. And like, yeah, he was telling some stories that, or off yeah. the record, off can't. illicit activities. Yeah, we can't. But he's just such. Sick. Honestly, he's like a. They should have a. There, there could be a Dan Bell biography movie, and I would fucking watch it. So yeah, the guy on top of you know a lot of times like the strongest people aren't that interesting, but Dan Bell lives up to every yeah man. every part of the hype. And and big shout out to Dan who uh you know watched the watched our lifting watched um some of Bonica's lifting heavyweight girls and, and some of the heavyweight raw men um, throughout a first pitch at a fucking like minor league game, like in the middle of it. Guys, this guy's a busy guy. And he threw out a first pitch in a minor league game? Yeah, like he had to leave the meet like Thursday or Friday and go throw out a pitch. Like, That's sick. Yeah, like the Daytona, like Daytona, Daytona Dusters, like fucking, you know, Tampa Bay, like minor league team. Like he had to throw out the fucking first pitch, like the strongest man in the world. And, uh, you know, he, he he sat there with Dennis Cornelius, so shout out Dennis on Saturday and watched us and Ashton, lift. And Ashton Rushka. Ashton Rushka watched the whole thing, and, and obviously Dowry was there helping us out too. So, like, shout out to those three raw dudes on top of Dan for yeah. coming through for us because we certainly watched them. 
I think most of the people were like, oh, Friday's over, uh, meet's over. Meet's over, yeah. You know, I guess uh, I guess the equip guys can use the equipment before they pack it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Everybody was, like, already home. Like, Russ was working out, you know, yeah, Friday Yeah, guys night. were already hitting sets at 8 by the time we were yeah, on the done. platform. Um, I mean, after that meet, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what else happened at Daytona? Uh, I mean, Luisa's screens look real good. I think they were a big hit again. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. You didn't. He worked his ass off. That guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. NGB meeting. Not too many updates there. They raised the collegiate, you know, uh, the collegiate qualifying totals, and then they just talked about, you know, for leaving the IPF or not. It sounds like um, the the USAPL is not going to take any action to leave. But at the same time, there's non-negotiables on, on yeah. testing and having an equal opportunity on the platform for all different um, categories. And if the IPF doesn't like that, you know, fuck them. That's basically what's going on. I think the, the communications sound like they're a little bit more um, amenable. Uh, yeah, Larry, well, Larry's talking to them. And it sounded like that, you know, for all this shit, everybody want to talk about Gaston Parage. Um, that most of this is coming from the vice president who's um, actually from Iceland. And so they're a small country that probably doesn't get what it's like to do drug testing here. And so in response, the USAPL is just trying to make a, a not a, I guess segregation is a bad word, but it's kind of a difference distinction. between distinction. Yeah. Between elite level lifters who will be subject to the water code and third party testing and then local kind of, USA amateur, amateur level lifting that's gonna the testing will stay the same and so we're just gonna be doing that and then basically what was said is we're gonna wait for them to respond to our action which is just we're gonna start doing that so testing at nationals was all third party nationals is considered elite level so that will be in compliance um and then a big thing that came out of the ngb it sounded like the executive committee was pushing on Robert Keller, who's the IPF secretary general, but he lives in Florida and has been involved with USAPL for probably 30 years now, but pushing on him to set up an in-person meeting with Larry Melee and the IPF brass, mm-hmm. including Gaston and the vice president from Iceland. I think his name's like Sigmundsson or something. I can't really mm-hmm. remember. Um, but, you know, Larry's point, and, you know, Larry's a smart guy, is that he wants anything that comes out of the conversation to be binding because he feels like him and Gaston actually have a good record of talking things out, but so he wants the agreements to be binding so that there's no just like, here, surprise, here's a letter after the meeting yeah. and Larry's traveled to, you know, Germany or something to... Yeah, because because the whole thing is that they thought that they had an agreement on... In 2019, what, on, on, yeah. what, on what we were doing, and then they, you know, backed up on that. Yep. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll think of more interesting anecdotes about Daytona and the meet in general, but let's just fly through the results right here and see um see how we did. See how we did in terms of our predictions. So, um we'll just we'll just blast through this. Heather Connor, boom. I think that was a pretty easy American one. American record squatting dead, boom. We got it. Boom, boom. Um let's see. Andrea Riley, 52 kilo. Andrea Riley. I think I called that one. Yeah, you got it. Boom. Um Brittany Saplicki. She, she got us. She got us, but it was it was by two kilos, and we we knew it was going to be close. We were rooting for our for our girl Meg. We were hoping 
um you know hoping she'd come back after giving birth to twins like seven months ago or whatever yeah i'll say this so plicky's stout she's stout she lifted consistently across the board what happened with meg is that i think she just she missed her opener and then grinded it out and then passed her third squat and it was less than she had doubled in training so i think that was just a little bit of a shock mm-hmm. she benched an american record at the end of the day she like missed her second pull got it on her third and then that forced Saplicky to have to pull 190 or 418 to win, which is a pretty big pull in that weight class. Mm-hmm. And she got it and won yeah. by a kilo and a half yeah. because of the chip on Meg's bench. So it was really close, exciting, and Meg just probably could use, could have used a little bit more time to get that consistency up because she would never miss her opening squad or second dead like that. But yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty awesome battle. That was probably the closest one of the women's side. Yeah, we knew that one was going to be close, and she's usually a really, really great squatter. Um, yeah, I think she has. She has the American record American squat. Record. It just was yeah. a bit under twelve kilos under what she had previously squatted. Yeah, so I mean, it, it came down to one, one attempt. She went one for three yeah, on the squat. Shout I out. think she could have very easily taken it, but shout out to Saplicky for her consistency. I think she hit a lot of PRs. Um, shout we out to Chrissy Paracci too. Yeah, back. Chrissy Paracci, she's got a lot to say about the weight class. You know, don't sleep on her. Yeah, she'll she's be coming back. off an oh. injury, and uh, maybe we'll try to get her on. They there. were getting after it. I like her style. They were they were fucking getting after it. Yeah, in the bars. <laughs> yeah. All right, sixty three. Sam Calhoun. I think uh, I think we got that one right. Let's yeah, see. got that. She totaled a shit ton. Sixty nine. Chandler Babb. I think I was good on that one. Yeah, so this is so she smoked everybody five hundred thirty keys, um, and you got that one just based on your research. But there was yeah. a three way tie for second with five hundred kilos. I don't know who fucking tied, but I wanted to shout out the who got the bottom end of that tie for second with five hundred kilos was uh, Gabby Martinez, who uh, was the best equipped lifter at collegiates, and I decided to throw her hat in the ring raw and. Uh, She's a good advocate for gear lifting, but also really talented raw so and fan of the pod. So what mm-hmm. up, Gabby? Shout out. Uh seventy six. Um interesting shit. Danny Mello, no no no. <laughs> Danny Mello, no show. No show, she, man. I think she didn't even show up for Wayans because she was just not gonna hit it based on her yeah. scale. I I mean this is the spicy PL pod, so we can talk shit, you know. Um She's obviously a world-class lifter, and I'm some fucking bum commentator. So, you know, take it. Take I'm, it out. Yeah, you I want to keep a distance from this. You know, she said she had she was obviously cutting down from a bigger weight class, which I think we had plenty of time to account for. But she said also, you know, some female things may have, may have affected her water cut, which yeah. I'm sure there are coaches out there who know a lot more than us about how to manage that. But she kind of just missed the mark, you know. It's unfortunate. Um, it, uh, I don't, at, at risking sounding like a, just an asshole, you know, um, we plan for these things, right? Um, you gotta be better prepared. It's not like, yeah. I mean, typically, you know, you know when that's coming up. A lot right? of girls make weight. I think in her post, she said weight. it was her period and, you know, she had trouble cutting, um, you know these other females i'm sure you know are dealing with this do you think things. hormones affect the water cut like oh yeah they, they can yeah. they can definitely um like i ever like if, i would ever know about if that she shit. has that much to cut 
um you know and and if it's if it's that much of a difference you know you got to be you got to be closer to your weight well class. it's tough man some girls are very regular and know that's true you know when things are happening some girls we don't know are not and so I, I don't i, I do want to keep a little distance from it you know people were shocked i would say if anybody was going to miss Wade, I guess, and we had to think about this in hindsight, it would have been her because she's never been this light. Um, you know, when she was 18, she was an 84-kilo lifter. Yeah. So can't say I'm, like, shocked, you know. But it sucks, and I don't want to sound like that big of a dickhead. We met her. Like, we, she, we met she's her. a very nice person, yeah. and, like, I'm sure, you know, like, she's probably hard on herself as well, right? But, like, it, it, it sucks, but, uh, like, I, I don't think there should be excuses. Like, you want to be a national champion, you got to be it's better prepared. Those... I think she's cruising around too heavy. If that if that makes the difference, where you're not even going to try to weigh in because you're that far off. It's one of those where maybe Sucks. you know the brightest stars burn out the fastest because she was so good, so young. She's amazing. Got knocked off by Amanda Ann, and just I haven't seen much fight from her. And and that that's an that's an actual criticism I could stand behind. Not anything with this weight cut, but. I think her motivation might just not be there. I mean, I mean, sometimes when you're so good that young, you don't carry that fire into your adult years, and you know, doesn't come easy anymore. That's true. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't want to be too harsh, but I think yeah. you know. Well, the good thing is, Jasmine Penn ended up winning the weight class pretty easily on her birthday, and Jasmine's awesome. Congrats to her. Yeah, she yeah. is awesome. Yeah, we like watching her lift. Eighty-four, Amanda Ann. You know, made weight. She won best lifter, told six twenty five, which is, you know, it's it's funny because she was like, oh, it's not my best meet, but really that's her best total that's done in a non local meet. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was pretty impressive. You know, she told six forty something in a local meet, six forty six. I think her best meet total national or international was like six thirteen or something before that. So six twenty five keys. <sighs> it's a big total. It's so she's there. still she's still making gains. I think she would have won in the equip division. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Natalie Hansen. Well, we'll talk about that later, but Yeah. Uh Bonica, go, go, go. Well, I think shout out to Amanda Martin from Massachusetts who chipped Bonica's American squat record and squatted six oh seven. Mm-hmm. And then Bonica was pissed. Came back with a vengeance. And just I've never seen Bonica. I never pissed. seen Bonica so fucking mad. And she, so Amanda Martin stroked six oh seven. Like looked like an Olympic squatter just stroking yeah. a squat in a workout. Beautiful squat. And uh, think probably just planned. That's probably just planned. That's my top end. But it was easy. Bonica fought six oh eight, but she got it. And I don't know if it was that. Big at of the a end fight, of the, I, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me either. I mean at the <laughs> end of the day, the record's hers. She was like, That's my record. That's mine. She was like fucking going crazy. I was like everybody was super amped up. Like, holy shit. And that's the shit you want to see. Like yeah. I I wanna see that tenacity, competitiveness. I think I think even Amanda Martin can respect it. I mean, that's some bad shit. And the totals, you know, 671 kilos, which is close to Bonica's best. She kind of went all out for raw. She was deadlifting heavy as fuck. Amanda, what all right, 638? Yeah. Amanda's getting there, man. She's got to find her, find a, some more keys on the bench and uh, should be closer yeah. in the future. But Strong. It's good, good battle. Strong. All right, so we flew through the women's. All right. Men's raw, Shahid Bryant, very impressive young man. You called it. We got it. Daniel Clements, 
You got that one. Pretty easy. Shout um, out Charlie Yang, fourth place. No reason other than Charlie Yang. Yeah, just because he's the man. Rodrigo. I ain't yeah. sucking your dick anytime soon, buddy. Yeah, sorry, man. I, I don't think he had a good day either. But um, yeah. I wish I saw. I didn't even see him. This dude. I was stuck. In, I was just chilling in my room. Yeah. So seventy fours. Who did you have, Joe? Oh God. I had Austin. Perky tits. I wish I had the soundboard to go like wah wah. Yeah, wah wah. Yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't to be, and yeah, it made it made anybody who who picked anybody other than Taylor look real bad. So yeah. I'll take that one. I mean, I picked with my heart. I know. I told you, you like you like picking the losers. You know, yeah. you like the Mets. But my, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close. To, Sixty-eight kilos, bro. That's a fucking. Yeah. Beating. I think everybody listening to this podcast knows what happened. Taylor Atwood is a fucking absolute freak. Uh, over six hundred Wilkes. Yeah, three hundred three squat. <clears throat> One ninety-five bench and a three forty point five deadlift. Yeah. Three forty point five deadlift. It makes no fucking sense. So that's American record. Yeah, squat. The American squat was record. American record. Total. The bench wasn't. Total was. Yeah. The kid's a freak. I think he's, uh, you know, up there for goat status. Yeah. So he won best lifter, twenty five hundred bucks. Congrats to him. Not that he needs it. Um. Yeah. Pug the goat stinks. I was wrong. He did make weight, but I was right that <laughs> yeah. when I said he'd probably get like fifth, in that our boy Eric Lapointe would probably get around fourth and edge him out. And so. Well, shout out to Eric, who got fourth, but missed his first two deadlifts. <laughs> I know it's unlike him. He's the deadlift guy. Yeah, I mean he still pulled six ninety nine, <laughs> yeah. but uh, he, you know he missed yeah. his opener on on a command down command, went up anyway, missed it, <laughs> came back and got it. So that's what we like to see. Fuck it. Yeah, dude. that's that exciting shit. You know, that's that's like almost like some shit that happens in equipped. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> I've been there. It was it was it was good for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Uh, 83, I don't know what the fuck we were smoking. Yeah, Sean just got, Sean. That's the last time we ever (laughs) get our hopes. I want to go. Russ is really impressive. Um, totally 43. Um, guy's a cyborg, guy's a freak. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. He seemed to be a little motivated by anybody that picked Sean, not that. I think the fact that Sean was looking so good and so many people were hyping him up. And he's yeah. been just putting in the work quietly and, you know, quietly in his way, you know. He he wasn't talking a lot of shit. He no, obviously posts a lot. Posts and training. His, you know, it's his profession. I think he's, like, professionally YouTuber, mm. lifter, coach, kind of coach yeah. gym owner. Apparel. He, you know, so he's got to post his, uh, you know, his thirst traps. But, but yeah, how how could how I was could disappointed I with Sean? the whole thing because, you know, a lot of people were, Jabbing him. Like, I know what it's like to be injured and lifting in a meet, you know, it's happened to me the past two meets I've done. But, you know, Sean said he fucked up his hamstring squatting and warm-ups. And, you know, he did take all his squat attempts, and he posted something like, oh, I felt it tearing progressively worse every attempt. And a lot of people were posting, like, that's not how that works. What a fucking pussy. I'm like, you don't know. You don't know what it was feeling like. I'm sure he was actually hurt, mm-hmm. but. Well, he, you're like you're like he, the same pussy shit too. You do yeah. That, and then you do, oh, no, that's so what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not right to. I know to try sucks. and oh, he didn't tear his hamstring. Well, maybe he strained it really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it was a like a small muscle in the hamstring. My thing, yeah. My thing is when it happens in comp, you don't really even feel where it is. 
I mean, it, it takes a while for the dust settle for you to really like figure out what's wrong with you, but you're trying to lift. I mean, you're trying to block it out of your mind, but he kind of just gave up at the end. I mean, I would have, if for me, I would have tried to pull, I would have tried because yeah. pla- placing last is just not an, an option unless you're just going to withdraw with an injury. Why pull 75 keys? Yeah, I I don't know. I I know that he was warming up in the back and he got up to some decent weight, but then just called it. I think. I That's why equipped sometimes is better because you hurt your hamstring. Guess what? Wrap your knee, put put your deadlift suit on. You know? Yeah, if you yeah. pop your hamstring dancing around for the camera like Tiny Meeker before you bench, yeah, you just find a, a find a find a knee wrap. <laughs> I'm a knee wrap. I'm a knee wrap. All right, so Russ obviously killed it. Yeah. Not enough for best lifter, but Sean just kind of shit the bat and made us look foolish. Um, there are some other good lifters in there, but I don't, I don't care. It, was, it wasn't close. Yeah. All 93. Right. 93. I think this was the closest weight class. Um, yeah, I, it had to be. You can't win by less. Yeah, Gavin Aiden. And then uh, what's that other young buck's name? Blake Atwell. Mm-mm. Borkert. O'Connor Borkert. Borkert. Yeah, I mean. And, and then, obviously, John Keiko pulling for the win, third attempt. Yeah. But that one that one was real close. I think all, out of those three guys, mm-hmm. it came down to, uh, I think Borkert might not have been in contention after the second attempts, but he was basically in the runnings. And then Aiden really pushed Keiko, uh, hey, who Aiden, won by Aiden like – in the kilo, lead. yeah. Well, it was eight eighty, and um, because Keiko had benched American record, he pulled in uh, total eight eighty point five. You can't win by less in powerlifting meet. So, uh, well, it could, you could you could win on body weight, but you can't win by less if you're uh, if you're heavier. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm not really not really so about Jonathan Keiko. I mean, he apparently had like he missed a flight or his flight was canceled. He had like a long day of traveling. Like, okay, come the nationals a day earlier. I don't know. And he was like, "Oh, I'm dehydrated and cramping." So after he made his third bench, he like got on his knees and started fake crying. And then after he made the pull to win, like I understand that's a really exciting moment, but he really, really milked it. Like got on his knees and covered his face like he was crying. But like, you just defended your, you just defended your championship not like it's not like you came out of nowhere like get the fuck up well it took everything you know for him he won by one kilo it's obviously super competitive no, no. i could see why him i thought and, it was sick him was and sick pete moment. spence are fucking best friends i mean you know? people, yeah it was a sick moment but get the fuck up people you what know you celebrate in different ways uh, you know if i don't recall i think you've kissed a deadlift before yeah i gave know? a kiss and a slap and i was i put my arms up and fucking yeah in so the way that you kissed the bar and the way he kissed it you know i nah, mean nah, nah, you did nah. it Come alpha on, you please. did it alpha keiko did don't a little even. bit softer but I mean, <laughs> it was still <laughs> it was just drawn out like okay get down your too knees. Long. it was too long you, you know it was so long his coach came out to the platform try and grab him and he was pulling on him and he wouldn't get up he wouldn't get up. He just wanted to fucking. Yeah. Like, all right, if you're soaking in the moment, look out at the crowd. Look yeah. at your coach. No, I don't know. And he wasn't actually crying. Give me a break. But it, <laughs> it was it was to try and make the, the story of him winning, like, more, like, like exciting because he his flight was delayed. I, it just doesn't. 
Like, no matter how you slice it, it doesn't add up for me. Like, he didn't do that shit last year, his first win. But he did this year because he had a cramp because his flight was late. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like it. All right. I don't like it. I didn't like it. You don't like it. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it was so close, I think it's going to be tough for him not to maintain that that uh, that title with his squat like that. I mean, the kid doesn't he doesn't have, have abs. abs. Yeah, he doesn't have an ab. But I mean, like, the, the, like that was, I guess the fact that it's so close indicates that the lifter, you know, is not as dominant, right? I mean, you got like uh, Russ yeah. Taylor, yeah. So I think maybe uh, there's going to be a ninety-three that comes along. We were talking about this upstairs while we were planning this episode. If Sean went to ninety-three, I think someone that could actually squat and bench. And all these kids can deadlift like seven, whatever. It doesn't matter. They just hook grip sumo. Everybody can fucking hook grip sumo. Seven yeah. fifty. Doesn't matter what your weight class either. So someone that can actually squat is gonna whoop his ass. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a weaker weight class for a while, and that's like our boy LS, who's a lifting legend. But he literally just will bounce around weight classes. And one day he decided to stay at ninety three for two years. He won two world championships. Yeah. And I mean, LS is our guy, but the numbers were noticeably lower than just based on formula than the class above and below it. Mm-hmm. So there's just a hole there, and I think someone's going to come fill it. And Jonathan Keiko is not anything. The bench is crazy, but the other lifts, I mean, he'll, yep. some will take him. Yeah, well, I guess, like, again, take my opinion with a grain of salt, right? I'm just I'm just a bum commentator on this on this podcast, right? And, Sean, thank you for being on our podcast. You're a nice guy. Um, I I think you're a really smart guy, um, but this is one of those instances where I think I asked I asked him about the weight cut, and we talked about going up a weight class, and I think you know he he was motivated to beat Russ, and he likes being lean. He talks about tracking macros and like eating like a bodybuilder, and you know he's very opinionated in that. And um, bro, you got to go up a weight class, and your weight cut is fucked up and you gotta you gotta work like this happens when you're so lean you do a, a pretty extreme water cut maybe not too ex- maybe not uh, the most not extreme. That much weight i know he, he doesn't walk around too heavy but you do a water cut and you're that lean and you know i hate to see you get hurt but that that like could yeah. have some it could play into it a little bit um and if you look at your numbers you know, like that weight cut probably is affecting your numbers. He could probably get twenty keys if he didn't, you know, if he didn't cut weight right yeah. on his total. His best total is like eight twenty five or something. Yeah, eight twenty five five. Um, maybe you get twenty keys out of just not having a weight cut, and then if you can gain ten kilos, you know, K code total like eight eighty. Eight eighty. So I think like, it's there, man. I, I think. think he can. I think he can be there, especially in like. Your bench goes up a shitload when you gain twenty pounds. Your squat's gonna go up, and your deadlift is great if you don't have to cut weight. Like you're gonna have a, you're gonna you're gonna perform yep. better. Yeah. So that's I what mean, it is, man. What you doing, man? Just go up. I know, I know it'll it'll look bad if you just if you go up now. It'll look like you're ducking rust, but no shame in it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> anybody, should, everybody should duck rust. I mean, look at the kid. He's a, he's ready to step on stage with fucking. Yeah, the Olympia <laughs> shit. You know, <laughs> we got Charles stepping on stage winning his his overall bodybuilding competition. I think Russell will follow right behind him. 
He'll beat he'll beat Charles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One oh five. Ashton versus Bryce. Um I think I think Bryce fucked up when he missed his third bench and then it was downhill from there. I don't, I think it was gonna be really hard for him to make that up. I think his his second bench looked really good. I think his third bench, he had a technical issue. He l- let it get in front of him or something. Yeah, if he made that third, he probably would have been able to make his third dad in. Yeah. Pull ahead. But. but after after that, he was in a lot of trouble. And then Ashton, uh, his second deadlift was called good, two to two to one. It went to jury, and there was one you know one jury member that thought it was good. And so it was one, one opinion that um, sealed the deal for him. Yeah, it's got to be unanimous to be overturned and... So they stuck with the platform decision, but he also squatted eight oh five pretty easy. Yeah, he, American he record, absolutely amazing. Looked Ashton. fucking so so big. I I saw him. I grabbed his arms and I was like, oh my god. I talked to him a little bit. I'm like, bro, you got to fill out your weight class. Like, you're not even. You're like he weighs like a hundred, right? Yeah. He's like, well, for the military, they have to. You know, you have they to meet measure strict standards neck. on your measurements. And I don't, I'm scared, like, I don't want to get dinged for that. So, like, you know, your body fat needs to be a certain level. It's like, bro, your body fat? Look at your fucking python. <laughs> fucking garden hoses. Veins. Veins for days. It's fucking shredded. But he's like, yeah, actually, they measure your neck and your waist. I think his waist is 32 inches. But he's scared his neck's going to get too big. His I'm neck's like, big. I'm like, bro, you got to gain some weight. Maybe, I mean, well, maybe he doesn't. He fucking won. But. He was given wishy-washy answers. Like, you know, people were asking him, hey, you going to do Worlds? You going to do the showdown? He, it doesn't sound like it. He doesn't sound like he's made up his mind yet, but we'll try to we'll try to find out. Yeah. Dennis Cornelius, um, I think he didn't he didn't do too well. I think he hurt himself. He told like 920 or something. Yeah, he told the lowest he had in a while. He actually messaged me and was like, good luck tomorrow. And I was like, dude, you did great today. And he was like, haha, yeah. Like he was, he was not happy with himself, but he still beat he beat Jared Martin by twenty keys. But that's the closest anyone's been to Dennis in a while. So, hey, you know, shit happens. It's been a weird year for training for some people. So hopefully yeah. we'll see Dennis back at the top of his game. It seems like he's uh done messing around with other feds, maybe, and uh, gonna do IPF Worlds. Hopefully, like to see it. Yeah. Um. Ashton versus Bryce. I think I called Ashton. Who'd you call? You called Ashton? Yeah, we called Ashton. We all called Ashton. Yeah. yeah. I, we can go through who we got wrong at the end. Yeah. I mean. All right. 120 plus. You know, our boy Derek Dowry showed up. Ray not being there was a big a big thing. Um, we we didn't talk about this because I think this was a, no. a late a late development. But um, Ray got COVID. Didn't show. Some people had things to say about it. But what do you think? I went back on his Instagram and the last post he made was a. It was de- he was deadlifting. He's like, man, I feel like shit, but I'm I'm gonna get after it. like typical Ray shit. And then a couple of days later, you know, Matt Gary was on King of the List podcast and was like, yeah, uh, Ray's out. And it's so funny. Like I don't know, powerlifting's a serious sport and Ray's a superstar, but they made it sound like you know Randy Johnson couldn't pitch Game Seven of the World Series. You know, like okay, it's Ray Williams, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a powerlifting meet. You know, there's always another one. You know, um, mm. I don't know, yeah. but, but he was, it was like, it was like, okay, I'm I'm not that devastated. I'm also not that surprised. Like the guy's been hurt, but they said he had COVID and, and I believe hopefully it. Ray's doing all right and hopefully his family's doing all right. Yeah. Um, what, what I said 
and because I'm a selfish piece of shit, is if I had COVID on Thursday, you know, eight days out, and I tested positive, maybe I had some symptoms, I wouldn't say a damn thing on Instagram or to anybody. I would show up to the meet because I would think in eight days I'd be fine. Well, I, yeah, maybe. Unless it really gets, unless it I don't fu- know. Unless, unless it really up. fucked Yeah, it up. might be fucked up. If it's like 99% of COVID cases where he had a little cold. Depends. I mean, or he's, a big, he's a big He's man. a big guy. You don't know well, that's I mean. what I don't know, but I'm just saying from my perspective, that's what I would have tried to do. Yeah, I think it's I'm too depends. fucking, I'm too fucked up Yeah, to not go to a meet. If you pop positive and like you feel fine and like you never had any problem, then like. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't say go, a damn. I wouldn't say a damn. Maybe you can go get thing. a quick test the day before or something. That's well, probably, fucking airlines ain't checking. No one's checking. Yeah. Um, so anyway, ho- hopefully Ray's doing all right. I, when I first heard it, I, yeah, it sounded like a little suspicious, but who knows how bad it was? You know, who knows what's going on? And it, it's actually, you know, good of him to you know consider the safety of other people. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, hey, listen. Sounds like a good person. <laughs> you think anything? Well, we can talk about this. You think anything that meat is concerned with COVID safety and protocols? Not there was nothing. It nah, was just man. it was like Nationals 2019. It was it was great to yeah. to, to, to live Florida? it. Florida? COVID's COVID's thing. Ron DeSantis is a rock star down there. Okay? Yeah, and anything he says goes. And there were no masks, no social distancing, no uh, gathering limits, nothing. Not in the warm room, not anywhere. It was great. No, this shit's done, dude. Because because I'm worried about getting COVID before the meet. Getting it at the meet and then having symptoms after, I really could I mean, most less. people are vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, maybe we are, maybe we aren't. Most people are. That's Yeah, that's personal, personal. information, medical information, you know. Um. But anyway, we're we're kind of glossing over this weight class. If Ray showed up and was in decent shape, he probably would have won. Actually, I think because Jesus squatted four twenty five. I, uh, I don't think so, man. Bench two fifty, and then missed two deadlifts. And I mean, I'm just saying, if it was like peak Ray pulling yeah. four hundred keys, if it yeah. was peak Ray, but do we think it was going to be peak? No, Ray? no. But I mean, Jesus told ten twenty. What did Ray total last time? Like nine thirty five or something. Yeah, and Jesus told ten twenty, and Dowry yeah. total nine thirty five in second. Yeah, man, Dar- Dowry, Dowry, is Dowry would be fighting with Ray, but I think Dowry, he had a little bit of a fucked up meet. Um, he didn't even care. He did, he, he he's he been working his ass off. Like he, he's on his feet all day. He like hasn't really even been able to train seriously for the meet. He squatted with a straight bar like once. You know, he's a freak. Yeah, when we were there, but he uh, he opened at eight twenty six, and then just he planned he had pre planned to uh, pass the second, so that's what he did. And he took a moonshot at four hundred. And he, he honestly he would have had three ninety five. It was fucking close. Mm-hmm. And we watched Dowry warm up, or I you weren't there. I watched Dowry I watched warm on, up. I was in the Uber uh, like watching the live stream. I was in the warm room, like standing next to him. Nobody spots him, none of his team. Like, they just, like, yo, don't spot him because he squats such low bar that either he's going to make it and get into the rack or he's just going to drop it. Shit's a little scary. And uh, he takes a warm-up of 355. It kind of looks shitty, and he's like, get He's like, get me ibuprofen. <laughs> and so he, like, takes, like, six ibuprofen, which is, from what I hear, that there's no reason to take more than four no matter how big you are. Just based on how ibuprofen works, but that's neither here. You nor can there. develop a tolerance, I think. Maybe he probably has a tolerance, and he fucking pounds it with like a rain energy drink. And I'm like, yo, he's like, yeah, this is like my third one. I'm like, yo, you're off the rails right now. I didn't know that Dowry was like a psychopath. 
But then he came out and hit twenty six pretty easy. So that was kind of sick. Yeah. And then I had that side bet with him. Yeah, he whooped your ass. Well, I was sure. And I told him, I said, he he his deadlifts didn't go well. He pulled uh, 335 or 738, and I had to outpull him by 20 mm-hmm. keys. When we trained with him, I pulled 793, 360 in the gym. Mm-hmm. And so he messaged me after the meet and says, you got me, dude. And I said, don't you fucking jinx me, Dowry. Don't do it. Don't. That's bad sportsmanship. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, he got you. He got me. Yeah, uh, he, had, uh, he he failed the squat. He, yeah, he had to lower his deadlift opener, I think he said. Like, yeah. In the warm-up room, he pulled like. 325. No, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 something he, like that. And then he opened that like 320. 320. Yeah, 320. Yeah, Ross Lapali was coaching him. I was like, yo, you got to lower your shit. And so he, lo- he was like, yeah, dude, I've never had to do that. Like lower my opener below what I just hit in warm-ups. But like my warm-up looked like shit. Yeah. So he, he he didn't do well in the deadlift, and we thought I was going to win the bet, but I lost, and we can talk about that later. But yeah. we did go to Roadhouse with him after I lifted, and I bought him a 42. So one thing I didn't know about rib, Roadhouse is they'll take the whole loin of the ribeye, the whole rib loin, and they'll cut you any thickness you want and charge you by the ounce. It's yeah. pretty fucking cool. So... We got 42-ounce ribeyes, and they had to butterfly them so they would cook through. And uh, they were like, I don't know, they were like fucking five, six inches thick. It was insane. Um, And I sat there and ate it with Dowry. He bought mine because he likes me. I was like, dude, you just ruined the bet because I bought yours, but I was going to buy mine. But then he bought mine. He's too nice of a guy. He's too nice of a guy. I bought bought his girlfriend's dinner as well it all on my bill but he had paid for my stake um kind of behind the scenes too nice of a guy man so he hates it when we say no he's a he's a mean motherfucker he put down that ribeye we both put it down we both put it down without a sweat with with alcohol but um he put it down with some some attitude you know he went double fries yeah, I, think I he, had a salad and a baked potato plain. He went double fries. I think it's he different. you in terms of. He, he might have. Yeah. He might have. But um, I, th- I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. I know he's still shooting for that, you know, 1,000-kilo total. I think it's going to happen. Um, I, I think he's going to get his shit together. He's going to get that deadlift up. He's going to get his bench up. That 400-kilo squat. He's going to squat right 400 there. right there. You know, Left 25 keys right there. Yeah. So, so it's it's coming, but Jesus, I mean, uh, thousand twenty, nothing a, uh, nothing to sneeze at, man. It wasn't his best meet, but that that boy was very impressive. Yeah, that the the squat was sick. Yeah, it was sick, man. I mean, what else we got to talk about, man? There's a lot of shit when it comes to the equipment. I don't think we I don't think we have time to get into it. I mean, I think we should we save it. I think we should save it for forty eight. We've been going for an hour. An hour. Yeah. I mean, what else can we talk about? Spicy. Just shut it down. Yeah, we just shut it down. It's been pretty spicy. I mean, let's talk about who we got wrong. Okay. Well, All right, so yeah. this is where Babel fucked up. Or me. How many did I get wrong? We fucked up with Meg Scanlon. That's one. And then Danny Mello. But everybody fucked that up. So it's almost like, all right, so two wrong and the women's wrong. And I said Sean. You said Sean. Did I get anybody else wrong? No. You got it. That's not bad. It's not bad. 
That's not bad at all. It's good good research you did down in Texas. Good research. So, yeah, man. I'll say overall, I don't want to sound like a hater, but there was nothing that, so like I was sitting in the, the last session of Ron Nats and it, I didn't see it, you know? I didn't see what all the fuss was about. It was just regular ass powerlifting. Like it wasn't no. anything. I wasn't like overly impressed or anything. Maybe it's because I didn't see Taylor lift in person, but I was like, okay, Jesus is pretty wild, but that's one, you know, at the one lift. And what what stands out to me is these guys and and gals. They come out. They're tiny. I don't understand it. Like Jonathan Keiko, Taylor, even um, Jesus. He's good at squatting because his legs are like fucking two feet long max. I mean. They're all freaks. They're freaks, but they're little freaky, like little people, you know. That's what powerlifting. That's what powerlifting has become, I think. You know, it's the biggest. Like Dowry is the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the room, but he's, he's not the best powerlifter because he has to actually move the barbell and it doesn't make it 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 makes sense physically but it doesn't make sense to me like the justice of the universe and who's the strongest yeah you sound like a hater yeah i am a hater (laughs) i'm a hater i don't think raw powerlifting is that cool i think it's my point (laughs) like i just don't think it's that fucking cool i mean i think it's um just different (laughs) it's like if you're a fucking absolute freak it's like the thing for you to do. But what makes you, you an ab- absolute freak? You're like bad. Yeah, you're, bo- you're, you're born. Short, you're short, so you're bad at every other sport. Short, you have great muscle insertions. That's how it yeah. goes. It's like the same for bodybuilding and shit. Bodybuilding, yeah. You know? It's, you're genetically gifted and you put in the work. That's that's how it is. I mean, it's similar for equipment, but there's more variables. So, like, it's a little bit more even for people that are genetically disadvantaged. They might be mentally fucking strong and fucked up and do better. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just the difference, raw versus equipped. But, I mean, the crowds were there. The excitement was there, you know, in the room. It was was definitely some impressive shit, for sure. I mean, the the weight that they're handling, it's it's fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Fucked up. I got to give props for it. it. Yeah, like I got out-pulled by, like, Taylor Atwood. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's an extreme example, but it's like him and his best and me and my worst, but still, it shouldn't even be that close. But it is because yeah. it's freaky. And like, if you look at a lot of the raw lifters, I know like American equipped powerlifting is it's going it's going down. There's no there's no new blood really coming in. I mean, yeah. we talk about it. There's a couple a couple folks we'll talk about in the next episode, but like a lot of the raw kids. Well, we were going to beat the equipped kids in, in America, and some of them are pretty close. You know, some we were talking freaks. about how all the kids, all, all the people who are winning the weight classes, are still lifters from like, I don't want to say it's my generation, but because I, I don't own it, but it's all people I know from around my time at yeah. collegiate. Some level. some people in my generation, like I'm a few years younger than you, but like basically like my generation, a few years younger than me, and then just a, a handful of freaks. You know, there's a couple. Yeah, know, I mean, I could, Chappelle and stuff. You know, some yeah, kids. Perfect. I could say like, right, I lifted at collegiate with Newt, Tran, Ian Bell. Yeah, you know, I coached kids against Scott Dobbins. I lifted with Scott Ian. Yeah, yeah. We coached the Kelsey. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, and and there's no, since when Collegiates went raw, it stopped funneling people into the equipped open. You know, you got great lifters like Gabby Martinez or, you know, other people. And, you know, they, they dabble in the raw because this equipped shit's fucked up. Yeah, it'll fuck you up. <laughs> it'll fuck you up. It'll fuck you up. <laughs> it'll fuck you up. And, you know, it's not cool. Yeah. In the Instagram it's not age, even cool. you know, followers and shit will give you money. Oh, well, you know, just, just talk about something spicy at the end here. I mean, talk about making equipped lifting cool. You know, probably the coolest equipped lifter of our time was Blaine, right? Most popular globally. Mm-hmm. That was partly because he was a Raw World Champion. And so people, it piqued people's interest. But did you see what he posted on oh, Father's man. Day? Yeah, it was so good, dude. <laughs> this is a good closeout him topic. On the, him on the podium next to Kon- Konovalov saying, like, you know, wish me happy Father's Day because I'm your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you make it so easy to be your daddy. Happy Father, Father's Day to me. And I give props to Blaine because he's always had that um, – I'm going to say it right out loud. Like that's an act because in person he's not a shit talker. He's like a super soft spoken, intelligent guy, but his Instagram persona, the vanilla gorilla, he'll he'll do shit like that. And so I give him the props because I don't know if he, he, he's posting a lot of old training videos and shit, nothing new, maybe to try and just keep the likes and views funneling in i mean this shit got popping i mean right away i didn't have to translate it all i saw was russian russian comments and it was just saying what a bad sportsman he is <laughs> you know bad sportsman it's you know hilarious. unfair to your rival you know when you translate their shit that's basically what it comes out to rival sportsman bing bang boom so they're not happy over there man but at the end of the day i didn't love the move because kind of i was still going and Konovalov got him twice. Blaine got him once. And Blaine went out on his terms, but that doesn't mean Konovalov's done. Konovalov's waiting for you for 2021, and Blaine's just deciding, hey, I'm, I got him, I'm done. But it took him three cracks. He lost the first two. And Konovalov won World Games in 2013. Couldn't do it in 2017 because of mm-hmm. doping. Not, the, not He didn't have a doping violation, but Russia Rusada overall, yeah. and uh, you know what Louis and and Blaine you know had a Simmons chance for that say? World Games and just didn't get it. You know what Louis Simmons would say? Because I just want the world records. You want the records? Well, Blaine has the records. Yeah. So oh, he got nothing left. That's to prove. what I'm saying. Okay, so it's you're about Louis the records. Simmons. It's about the records and and what happened yesterday. So I mean, I you're you're a guy that likes shit talking, right? So yeah, I, I, love, I love it. I love it, but I love it, but it, yeah, and it's I'm, unfortunate I, I, that he's like. You know, we don't know, but we're assuming that he's pretty, pretty much. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to say it either because there's some it. people who think he's not done and he's just. I don't got yeah. some grand plan, but I don't see that. I don't want to say it, but like, he looks like he's pretty fucked up, man. His back's his back's really fucked up, and I don't know, like that. Equip powerlifting, squatting, squatting 515 kilos. It'll fuck you up. You know, will fuck you up. Benching that shit will fuck you up. Doing all that shit, the, his hips are all fucked up. You know, 
a super heavyweight equipped powerlifter, you you only got so many, so many fucking cracks, you know. You tell me, man. That's what I'm saying. So that was interesting. I I do like a good shit talking, but uh, see, I like to do it in person. You like to get up close in person. Well, the shit I was talking this week, I mean, I was just letting loose on some people. Well, yeah, I mean, like after the podcast, people are looking at you a little different. Yeah, you know? I, I used to go into nationals and get really warm welcomes from everybody, yeah. but let's just say that's not the case anymore. Yeah, I was, and I also <laughs> had a war. I also had a very cold goodbye from the meet too we'll talk about next episode because it has uh, to do with my lifting performance but uh i'm in some rough waters between this podcast and my in-person assholery yeah you're dickhead man yeah um <laughs> it's not it's not great yeah but um, i'm exactly where i want to be yeah so. i mean no one no one knows who i am I still don't think that many people know who I am, but definitely at this at this last meet, I got a couple looks. You know, so like, oh, I walked by. You know, I'm just know. walking through the warm room, and Pete Spence is standing there, probably sniffing Jonathan Keiko's jock, and he looks me right in the eye, and you know, I said what I said. So I smile and I wink at him, and he just looks at me, didn't say anything. And then another time, I the only other time I saw him. I, you know, he was he was way out in front of me, so I made sure to stare at him the whole time. I was like, just in, I don't want him to ever think he got a look on me and I wasn't looking. I don't want him to ever think that. If he's looking at me, I want to be looking right at him. So I'm just staring at him. He just stood at the he was just staring at the floor. Yeah. My whole issue with that is if someone said this shit about me that I said about him, <laughs> this is, I sure as fuck would say something. <laughs> you know? I mean I you you can tell me I'm I'm an asshole right to my face. A lot of people actually did that this weekend, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue on a fact. Yeah, you know, but you're an that, asshole, dude. At least let it out. You know, as a referee yeah. told me I was an asshole this weekend, and I said, you're right. So what are we talking about? You know, I'm not gonna change. Yeah, I mean, you talked a lot of shit. We talked a lot of shit. I mean, maybe yeah. there's room to make. You know, to 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 extend some olive branches, you know. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, an olive branch has been extended into another direction. I think that one's non-repairable, but King of the Lifts is repairable, apparently. Apparently, I mean, why don't you why don't you tell the the people the, the well, interaction? Because you know, last time all the shit talking. If you were tuning in now and you don't know what the hell Joe's talking about, I put him on the spot with a merry fuck kill um, of Pete Spence. Six Pat Lapidat and uh, Chris Duffin. Chris Duffin, he killed Chris Duffin. He, he fucked um, Pete Spence. Pete Spence disrespectfully. And, and I, and I married, <laughs> and married Lapidat. Lapidat. I mean, I'm glad I married Lapidat because because what what had happened was, you know, he did the typical, all this graphics and recaps for the raw shit. Like, who cares, right? I mean, the guy's hustling. He's, yeah, you know, no, you know, we he's making money off four of podcasts a week, bro. That's yeah, a lot. That's that's some shit that this puts us to shame. But not that we would ever do that. But no, we're gonna we're gonna be trying to trying to be consistent one a week. You know, we we took a little time off. You were training. Yeah, we were ready. We were just we were shit. just focused, man. But we're gonna get back on. But you know, so we did that, and then he he did like a, and, and you know what? When I saw it, I 
I was like, okay. He did a one post, and it kind of posted like six equipped, impressive equipped performances. And I don't even know who it was, but a, there were errors saying Noah Johnson competed against like Scott Dobbins or, or Newt competed against Scott Dobbins. There were just errors and omissions galore. You know, we always talk about errors and omissions. And two of the omissions that were just insane, Ian Bell got his own post for his deadlift, which was great. I saw that. Taylor LaChapelle and Kelsey McCarthy were left off. And we'll talk about their performances next episode. But in the co- in the caption, he said, equip correspondent Tony Cliff. And Tony Cliff's a motherfucking legend, okay? I love Tony Cliff. And I know we say it's a lot about a lot of people, but Tony Cliff, when I saw him compete for the first time, he's one of the few people I went up to and I was like, dude, you are awesome. Like, I love the way you lift. And... He's a, a, a raw world champion and an equipped runner-up, and he's still and he's he's focusing on equip because he's like this raw shit. I won once they caught the guy that beat me that was on steroids. I won, but the equip side is way harder to win. So he's been focusing his training on equip, which I think is cool. So Labadat was like, "Hey man, <clears throat> can you help me with this equip post?" So Tony shot him a bunch of highlights, and Labadat didn't post them all. He picked and chose some of them. So I really reposted my story. Like, no disrespect to Mr. Cliff, because I, I would never disrespect Tony Cliff. But this post sucks. And I go, I don't have to explain why it sucks, because if you know why it sucks, then it sucks. Like, I, I'm not going to spell it out. So then people were messaging me, like, oh, your butt hurt, your butt hurt. I'm like, yeah. Definitely not butter. So then I posted another story like to clarify, I don't give a fuck that I wasn't in the post because my lifts were mediocre. Okay. I don't care about myself. I care that Taylor LaChapelle and Kelsey McCarthy were omitted from the post. So I tagged Tony Cliff and Lapidat in both these posts, these story posts. Tony tells me what happened. I'm like, what up, Tony? I'm glad Tony's trying to help out. And uh, then I look at my inbox and Lapidat hits me up. He's like, dude, you know, we fucked up. What do you want? What do you want to include? And I go, and I just forward him Taylor and Kelsey's meat recaps from their pages. And he's like, oh, I'll put something together. It's pretty awesome. And I forwarded him Chloe Dublin. I said, this one might interest you because he obviously knows who Chloe Dublin I think he knows who Chloe Dublin is. I go, I go, you didn't do a good job with the females. Like these are, these are the strongest females in the the world. Right. And, uh, he's like, word, he's like, I'll put some together. And he goes, by the way, (laughs) I'm going to hold you to marrying me. (laughs) And I was like, oh shit. Glad our little podcast is getting a few, few, uh, listens over there. And he's like, yeah, man. And he didn't even say like no worries or anything. He's he. Why would he say that? We've shit on his podcast so many times. And I said, if you're gonna post equip lifting at the end of the day, I can get on board. He goes, if there's equip stuff you want me to post, send it to me. And I was like, all right. So that was the end. I don't know if we're cool or not, but. At the, it's not like me and Alex are going to start an Instagram that's going to rival King of the Lifts. We never shit on the Instagram. I don't like the podcast. Yeah, we're too. We're way too lazy to do that. Yeah, there's no way. Too much I effort. said one day that I was going to start a, a King of Single Ply, and like, 
I don't even post on my own Instagram that much. It's a struggle. I'm never going to run an Instagram. Um, so, like, if you can't beat them, join them. And it's not saying I'm joining them, but if, 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 if I forward stuff that happens and equipped, and I actually think I'm going to test it out, like if Newt posts a huge training squat, not, not me results, because me results are easy to post. He posts raw training all day, like lifters that don't even matter, like Evan Cardone and shit, right? Or He's whatever. posted your deadlift in training before. Really? Didn't I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, that's deadlift till I'm dead. Deadlift till I'm dead posted yeah, a train, never, um, never some deadlifts that. of mine. He posted a, a, a meat squat of mine once, <clears throat> which was cool. But what I'm saying is I think I'm going to test it by sending some badass training of like neuter Ian. See if he reposts that because he'll post a, a raw training like like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I, I'm not going to wait till there's obviously an equipped meat I can forward meat recaps. But I'm going to test it out. If he respects the game and posts like, oh, shit, like, you know, someone's Natalie Hansen posted a a two twenty training bench and I send it over there and he posts it, I'm be like, all right, man. I might even apologize to him. I I I'm used to apologizing in my life. I've had to do it a lot. <laughs> you know? You can learn how to <laughs> pronounce Bonica's name, you know? Yeah, I think I think she finally got the point across too <laughs> on that one. I mean, but 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 that's you know those are the things those are the things that I've said. And when he's he didn't know who Carola Gara was, shit like that. It's it's disrespectful to a point. But I think he seems like he wants to try. And uh, you know, I, like I said, I'm gonna test it out. If he posts training videos that I send, um, and doesn't ignore my messages. And I'll give you know might might give him an apology, and uh, I'm man enough to do that. But if not, <laughs> I'll just be sitting right here talking shit again. <laughs> so it's almost like double down, you know. Um, and then there will be no going back. There's no second chances. So, you know, we'll see. I'm not a. Things change, man. Things change. I learn. People learn. I'm never, uh, you know. What do I always say? Only assist deals in absolutes. Mm. You know? It's hard to get an apology, you know, from Joe. Cause it's not that hard. I mean, my personal life, I apologize all the time. You, you set, you get set, and, you know, it takes a lot, I think, you know? I think it takes a lot. So that'll be, that'll be a feat. For, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we keep shouting out Gabby Martinez. Like, it, Gabby was was really really mad, and even when he did post it, post Kelsey and Chloe and Taylor, she was like, "This is such bullshit. They should have their own post." And she was tagging him. I go listen. We we tag we we tagged him for not posting it, and now we're tagging him for not posting it separately. I was like, "Let's." I forgot what I said to her, but I was like, let's just take this one and, and see how it goes, you know? Because she's real adamant that those girls get their uh, their proper show. Like Taylor, Taylor and Kelsey, I mean. It, 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 we talk the guy, the guy, the, at the end of the day, the guy can post whatever the fuck he wants. It's yeah, you're Instagram. right. Instagram, 
and he likes fucking raw lifting and that's you know and he posts that so you're right you know it's like oh we're giving so much power like he has some responsibility to powerlifting to you're right like, about some that. responsibility right to about that. post to quit powerlifting like he doesn't have to do shit so the reason i think you know, is probably because if he's friends with tony cliff yeah or even like mike to or fucking arian or people who will talk about equipped every now and then he might just start to be like hey okay that's pretty fucking cool. It's like once he, the problem is, if you go say, okay, who's the best equipped lifter in the world? And you go, okay, Billy Sergey, Sergey Fedysenko, um, Alexei Baikov, Andre Konovalov, they don't post training every day like raw lifters do. So it's not that steady diet of like, oh my god, all this shit's happening. Oh, all this pre meat hype, it just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, try to find Larissa Soloviova training on instagram you can't mm-hmm. she's the best female lifter year in year out on formula um four times world games gold medalist it's fucking insane but that's a problem it, it's just not there so mm-hmm. it's not as marketable yeah not as marketable. what taylor my, what i was gonna say about taylor and kelsey is like those are two girls that like if they did cross over to raw i'm pretty sure they would be successful and like we know that like there's like you know you put Taylor Atwood in gear or like Amanda Lawrence in gear, they're going to be successful on the world level. And there's probably more examples of that, like super freaky, strong, raw people that we wish we'd see in gear. But also, you know, like there's people equipped who, if they competed raw, they'd be winning as well. Mm-hmm. More rare, but I think that's, that's true in some cases. Yeah, agreed. So it, it just, it should be, it should be out there. Yeah. I thought it was cool of him to, you know, a little bit of an olive branch he, he doesn't have to he didn't have know. to respond to my story i'm he, sure a lot of people talk so much shit about a lot him. of people tag him yeah like hundreds of people tag him a day trying to get reposted so the fact that he messaged me back after i tagged him in a story I, I give him a little i gave i did give him a little respect we had a little conversation so it's all good all right so you're glad you chose him to marry that's probably the best out of the three <laughs> options so i think so yeah, i told me not teach him that's a, a compliment about powerlifting and things like that yeah. He's the prettiest one. Chris Duffin's ugly as fuck, and Pete Spence is a gangly, googly, ugly Brit. <laughs> That's so bad, dude. I mean, imagine being such a cocky motherfucker after <clears throat> you moved here from England to work for a company who probably pays you like shit, and dude, so you have to live. So you have to live in fucking, Maine. That guy is making fucking bank. So you think he just chooses please. to live in Maine? I think they strategic. They were like, "Yo, you got your SBD USA. Like you pulled the short straw." But like you're gonna be poor, so you have to live in Maine no in a way, trailer. Dude. That guy makes more money than you do, so he <laughs> sleeves. Yeah, a hundred percent. He doesn't. He's he sells Belts. the knee sleeves, but he doesn't own the knee. Like yeah, no, he doesn't. That guy own Ben it. Ben Banks. You don't think I that, would say Ben Banks? You is don't think he makes money. commission? You know, off sales in no. the United States, he definitely does. No, no I don't think so. he wouldn't move commissions. To, he's not yeah. like a salesman. He wouldn't move to the United States to be like to run the whole thing if he wasn't getting a piece, dude. You know how many fucking knee sleeves they sell? It's a lot. It's a lot. But he lives in, why would you live in Maine? Cause it, Is that like the closest geographically to London? I don't know. Maine's know. nice. Like if you didn't have to go to the office and you could just fucking sit there oh, and ship dude, out Maine's knee nice. sleeves. Maine's nice. Yeah, yeah. It is fucking. I forgot. Yeah. Maine's nice. Good. <laughs> Maine. Yeah, man. All right. Well. The Andrew sleeves are going to catch on. That's That's. That's the last word. They are. 
and I know I've seen a lot of people buying them. A lot. <laughs> I think I think Sherman's trying to trying to get them on the Quest website, but it's they're elusive. They're, they're hard to get. I think they're selling. He tried to order a pallet of them. I think he yeah. He was he like, I, secure the bag. He was like, I'm trying to get an entire pallet of them. I'm like, I don't care. You know, tell me what they cost. I'm trying to get them, and they like didn't have it. He wanted to have them at the table. Yeah, but he can he can figure it out. So they're flying yeah. off the shelves like hotcakes. So get yours. Get yours. <laughs> J Mike's like, I'm gonna squat eight in these fucking things. <laughs> I'm like, you might. Yeah, they should make Ergo Pro elbow sleeves. Not that J Mike would wear them, but somebody would. Yeah. We would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get fucking 20 keys out of some elbow yeah. sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, man. We're gonna um we're gonna try to record the next episode very soon. I don't know, maybe you know, tomorrow or the day after or something. Oh, hopefully. yeah. Hopefully we'll just get back after it. and uh, We'll do the equip stuff and talk more shit. Yeah, start churning out episodes more. I think uh, there's plenty of other shit to keep talking about. A lot happened in the last couple of weeks. So. World's Strongest Man. We'll talk about that next week. World's Strongest Man. Yeah, there's some, there's some shit there. There's uh, a couple other things in the Olympics, you know. Oh. So, yeah, we so we got a lot of shit to talk. About that. You know? We'll be back. We'll be back, everybody. Thanks for tuning back in. Um, it was great to to see a lot of the fans, a lot of the listeners, the lifters. Um, appreciate you for listening. <laughs> a lot of people approached. I don't know about you. We weren't together a lot, which is weird for us. But a lot of people approached me and was like, yo, huge fan of the pod. So I really appreciate that, all you guys out there. That mm-hmm. was sick. Yeah, definitely had a few people that I've only known through Instagram that I talked to, hung out with, people came up, you know. Um usually I don't know as many people or especially people Adam. don't know me. Especially Adam, aka Dogs and Deadlifts. Yeah, we got some we got some drinks with Adam. Yeah. You know, shout what out. up, dude. Um but yeah. Keep keep listening. We're gonna keep keep turning them out for you guys. So um DM us, share it, you know, like it, let us know what you want to hear. Um give us Give us corrections if we just say something stupid that is wrong. <laughs> For you know? sure. Till next time. Later. Peace. The recording has stopped. I think this fucking thing stopped in the like after in the.